Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. Matt, this is an especially early morning for us. Combination daylight saving time. Right. Do you say saving or savings? I think I say daylight savings time. I did for years. Until you found out it was wrong? Until I found out it was wrong. Oh, yeah? This is one of those, like we talked about, coming down the pike, coming down oh, the yeah. pipe. Like, oh, yeah. who cares? Valentine's, Valentine's. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, just all the same. <laughs> all right. It's They're all both the correct. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, once I found out, then I feel weird saying savings. Daylight saving time. Yeah. And somehow uh-huh. it got pluralized. Did you know that that song by Semisonic, it's actually closings time? <laughs> So people have been saying that wrong for years. That's even more embarrassing. I feel better now. The other reason that this is an especially early morning is the Oscars. Yes. That we watched. Which, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel said daylight saving time. Oh. Settled it once and for all. Thank you, Jimmy Kimmel. He's our Walter Cronkite. (laughs) That's right. Of the 90s. The Gen X Walter Cronkite. Jimmy Kimmel. We loved you on the man show three decades (laughs) ago when you had women jumping on trampolines. If somebody had told you back then hey man that dude's gonna be hosting the oscars oh yeah you would have been like sick i can't wait to see women yeah, on bro. trampolines yeah that's gonna be awesome oscar stage and they're gonna probably get drunk while they do the oscars and if someone had back then it said hey brennan frazier's gonna win best actor i would have been like duh have you seen blast from the past <laughs> have you seen genius. george of the jungle <laughs> that dude can do it all <laughs> <laughs> he could do caveman yeah he could do Tarzan. You knew, spent 30 years in a bunker, dude. Yeah. A range. So it was appropriate that we would be so attuned to the Oscars since we just did our Oscars episode recently with Pulp Fiction. And Speaking of Pulp Fiction, we caught a glimpse of Johnny T. John Travolta. Yeah. Got a little choked up there. Yeah, he did. Understandably. Heartfelt. That was good. He's doing all he can to get people to forget that he said Adele Gazine or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe if I go there and cry. Yeah, they'll forget that I butchered her name. That was so weird. <laughs> that was weird. I think about that randomly. <laughs> it just comes in my head and I just think, how? How? Yeah. Was this some like Scientology secret message that he maybe so? Maybe he actually married her right then and there. We just didn't even know it. <laughs> she, <laughs> she didn't. didn't she didn't know it. <laughs> Matt, aside from irrelevant Oscar anecdotes, <laughs> what is it we do here on Finest Work Songs? Here on Finest Work Songs, we just really love to talk about music, particularly classic albums. Sometimes they are albums that everyone to a T knows are classic albums sometimes they're albums that maybe you or i love or grew up with we have a nostalgic lean towards and sometimes it's one that we're there might be a little question mark on i think it could be classic it could be on that brink of being quote-unquote classic album but at the end of the day we just really love to talk classic albums here on finest work songs just one of those question mark classic album oh for sure <laughs> i even wondered are we opening up a door by doing this one of <laughs> albums that people would say really yeah doing this one we'll see Hang on, Matt. Sorry, a little housekeeping here. My glasses are all jacked up. Oh, no. can't even see the computer, so let me clean them real quick. Do you wear glasses? I do wear glasses. Actually, when I need a new pair of glasses, which I probably need one, I go to the old Costco. Yeah, they got a great optometry department. Where's the ophthalmology? It's optometry. I always get those two confused. I would never... I mean, we go to Costco every week. Don't get me wrong. But I would never have thought... To get my glasses yeah, there. good stuff. And yeah. Good prices. For those of you who are at all familiar with the Raleigh Costco, it's a block away from the Ritz. Pretty yeah. well-known music venue. I was at the Costco Eye Care Center a couple years ago, and I looked behind the counter, and there's a signed photo from the one and only Lisa Loeb.
And it's like, dear Costco, thanks for helping me with my glasses. At first, I was like, why is Lisa Loeb writing, a, particularly this Costco? But I'm guessing maybe she was doing a show. Maybe they helped repair them. Maybe. If you're wanting an eyeglass endorsement from yeah. a musical artist, is there anyone bigger? Lisa Loeb is the glasses. She's the queen of the eyeglasses. Yeah. She brought that whole, like... Sexy librarian. Sexy librarian thing. <laughs> One of us had to say it. Yeah, I was, I, honestly. <laughs> I saw that twinkle in your eye. You wouldn't know her without those glasses. No, you wouldn't. She doesn't have a backup player glasses. <laughs> she doesn't have like a roadie whose only job is like the glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My glasses broke, but it's fine. I'll go out there without them. She goes out there, starts playing. People keep talking. Boom. Like she's a roadie. And they're like, get Lisa out here. Get out here, normal looking woman. Then she puts on the glasses and she's the lobe. What are some other iconic eyeglasses in music? Yeah, John Lennon and his round ones. To me, that was always a big one. That's the big one, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And that's it. Ray Charles. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Are we just going to name blind artists? <laughs> Every blind boy of Alabama. Three out of four blind boys <laughs> of Alabama endorse this Costco. <laughs> Elton John. Yeah, yeah. 80s era Elvis Costello. But that was also very Lisa Loeb. Lisa took your look, Elvis. Yeah. Costello. Or vice versa. How do we know? Her story's really neat. Okay. She went to like an Ivy League school. Duh. <laughs> the glasses told you that. Yeah, I mean, that's what every 80s movie in the, I ever watched told me. <laughs> But yeah, and she lived across the street from Ethan Hawke, oh. and she had stay, then they knew each other. It's pronounced sty. She had a sty, <laughs> and then that's why she had eye issues. Oh my gosh. Man, Costco, you know they pitched that commercial for to sing sty. <laughs> she tried to sell it to Daryl Hall in 1990, and he said, no way. So she'd had that song for a few years. Hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, and she was the first U.S. artist to hit number one without being signed to a record label. Good for her. Daryl Hall was like, no, I don't want it. And John is like, wait, wait, wait. Come on. <laughs> She's like, I didn't ask you, John. <laughs> it's Hall or nothing. <laughs> it's called Blue-Eyed Soul, not Mustache Soul. <laughs> Good old Lisa Loeb. Reached the pinnacle. She did. Costco optometry. <laughs> I need to go back in there and see if anyone else has added to their... Hall of Fame there at the uh, Costco optometry You go department. around to the tires department. <laughs> Thanks, Costco. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. He had a big race at the Speedway. He came in at Costco and got some tires. Pizza stand. It's like Papa John's back there. Thanks for the idea, Costco. <laughs> so I keep thinking it's going to be all these like musicians who played at the Ritz who had like issues. like <laughs> John Popper. <laughs> yeah, thanks for all the samples. <laughs> He goes around Costco and keeps putting samples in his little, his little harmonica artillery. pockets. We thought those were for harmonicas. I thought these samples came without comment. And judgment. <laughs> I like the picture of John Popper just like walking around Costco, but playing the harmonica as he's like walking, doing the circuit. He's like, ooh, sweatpants. Does this count as our Lisa Loeb episode? I think we covered it. The song's great. I'm not oh, taking that song. away from it. Yeah. The glasses are great. Yeah. What if Lisa Loeb tragically died and like the handler for the Blind Boys of Alabama as a tribute <laughs> put them all in Lisa Loeb glasses <laughs> and they did stay. <laughs> Music just changes lives. What can we say? All right. Next, it's time for share time. Damn, we your love. I'm rocking. 
Man, we're talking that era jams, man. Lisa Loeb and then getting into, what's her name? Cher. That's 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 not Cher. This is Cher time. For the third or fourth time, that is not Cher. This is Cher. That's not Cher. (laughs) Sorry. I'll work on that next time. Pleased to offer another installment of Share Time, which is just an opportunity for Matt and I to offer up something we maybe watched or seen or read recently that we want to pass along as something you, you dear Finest Work fan, may want to check out for yourself. So Matt, what do you have for us for Share Time? Matt, I want to share this week about the new Gorillaz album oh, okay. called Cracker Island. That's where I grew up. <laughs> Even though it was inland, they still <laughs> called it that. Oh, yeah. I haven't followed Gorillaz over the years, but this new album, I just clicked on it, and it's got Stevie Nicks playing a wicked solo. Oh, <laughs> Stevie Ray I Nicks. Have any jams. <laughs> no, it's got uh, Tame Impala, Bad Bunny, Thundercat, Beck, wow. De La Soul. It's got a ton of people, but it is so good. Okay. I can't stop listening to it. Nice. What about you? For this week's share time, I am recommending the YouTube channel... The Spice Warriors, at Spice Warriors, 4323, all one word. Full disclosure, it is my son Roman and one of his buddies <laughs> have set up a YouTube channel where they eat spicy things, okay. and they think it's like the most compelling thing ever. They've fully acknowledged that they're about the six millionth channel to do yeah. this concept of like, let's eat spicy things and show our reaction. It's what you would imagine a couple of 11-year-olds yep. with like a parent filming on their phone and then editing it together on their own. But if you want something fun to to kill a couple minutes, check out Spice Warriors. At Spice Warriors 4323. What's the 4323? That was probably what was available. There probably are 4,322 other (laughs) channels of people eating spicy things called Spice Warriors. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for another episode of Share Time. I got Honestly, I was letting it play because... Yeah, because we're just grooving in here. I don't know the lyrics to yeah, that song. Really. But she says, I'd rock you till the daylight comes. Oh, more body rocking. Yeah, people are rocking bodies back then, man. <laughs> Bring back the body rock. Yeah. But then she says, I'm everything. Tonight, I'll be your mother. Yeesh. All right, Oedipus. No, thank you, Sophie B. Be gross. <laughs> Gosh, are we doing an album this week? <laughs> well, I don't think we have to. For some reason, we're doing Matchbox 20. Yourself or someone like you. And let's kick it off. All right. First track, Real World. like to be the rainmaker I wonder what it's like to know that I made the rain I'd store it in boxes with little yellow tags on everyone And you could come and see that when I'm done like to be a superhero I wonder where I'd go if I could fly around downtown yeah. From 
album comes out in 96 i think per usual i'm on it so the album comes out in 1996 charity and i had just started dating the summer of 1997 this was either our first or second concert we went to together was matchbox 20 whoa at the ritz the aforementioned ritz in raleigh i remember it being not a very long concert because yeah. they essentially just did this album, and I mean I don't remember a lot of covers, a lot of extra songs. If you go to the uh, the Costco boys T-shirt section, oh. <laughs> there's a picture of Rob Thomas. He needed a tight T-shirt. <laughs> October '96. Yep. This was released, sold 610 copies in the first week. Gangbusters went on to sell 15 million. That's not bad. That's why we're talking about this album, yeah. folks. I wonder if there's another album that has sold less than a thousand in the first week that's going on to sell millions. A couple albums came to mind. Hootie and the Blowfish cracked review mm-hmm. because it's front-loaded with hits. It's a pop rock album that kind of came out of nowhere. And then, uh, oddly enough, Joshua Tree, again, for being first side of the, these albums, all the hits on this yeah. first side of this album. And these are good pop songs. I also found myself giggling at kind of lyrics, particularly this song. Yeah, let's talk about it's one of those songs where it's almost like a couple bros just sitting around having conversation over some beers. Like, whoa, what if I was the rainmaker? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if I was the head honcho. <laughs> honcho, that's why they have that little like electronic galloping. Oh, he said honcho. That makes people think oh, of yeah. a cowboy. Let's have a little galloping sound like this. <laughs> lyrics aren't that deep. They're a little thin. I think he's trying. He's not mailing it in. No. It's hitting the bros deep. Let's see if yeah. it goes deeper. <laughs> All right, second track, Long Day. It's sitting by the overcoat, the second shelf, the notes she wrote that I can't bring myself to throw away. And I'll so reach set for no one else but you, but you won't turn away when someone else is gone. I'm sorry about the attitude I need to give when I'm with you, but no one else will take this shit from me. Terrified of no one else but me I'm here all the time I won't go with you It's me Yeah, well I can't get myself to go away Hey It's me And I can't get myself to go away Oh God, I shouldn't feel this way Tremble and it's been a long day Oh, we 
Here's something with the lyrics. All right. The first one, I just wish the real world would stop hassling stop me. Hassling me. Yeah. And this one is just, it's been a long day. Oh, yeah. He's tired. It's the kind of song that you're listening to, and there's just a line that jumps out, a suggestive line. Hey, man, hadn't it been a long day? Yeah. You're like, yeah, man, I can identify with yeah. this song. It has been a long day. I do wish the real world would stop hassling yeah. me. So maybe there's something to that. Simple lyrics yep. that have something that people just can in general grab on and he's doing that kind of 90s pseudo angry growly singing that you got some with live with ed kowalczyk you got a combination of your eddie vetter and your adam duritz yeah it's like really good counting crows but he really leads into the angry speaking of they came from a band called tabitha's secret okay which which is a very 90s oh my gosh yeah band name that's like an early 90s band name yeah and this is the late 90s with yeah, the number. You, you got to throw a number in. Yeah. yeah. Which they've changed it from the numeral 202, spelling out 20. Ah. Yeah. That wreaks havoc on the search engine optimization there. <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you. The other guys in the band are like, hey, man, this is going to kind of really mess with the SEO. And, <laughs> and Rob Thomas is like, I wrote smooth, bro. <laughs> so I'm doing just fine with the royalties. Yeah. That might be one reason I don't like them. But otherwise. Smooth? Yeah. You don't like smooth, Matt? I, I didn't like it the first time I heard it. <laughs> And then I heard it approximately six million times over the course of three months. Do you know that's one of the top songs of all time? Top selling, top charting, top three. It's something that big. That's ridiculous. But he wrote it. And and to his credit, I think, and I know we're not talking about Smooth. Well, we have to. He wrote it, thought someone else should sing it, and then he gets to sing it. He thought George Michael should sing it. I might have enjoyed that. I might like that one. George Michael came up in our Tracy Chapman. That's right. Because he played at that festival, the Nelson Mandela. Right. And mm-hmm. he sounded so good. He sounded amazing. I would like to have heard what that would have sounded like. So, Smooth, it was by a guy named Ital Shore. When he heard that Santana needed a song for their new album, Shore composed the... Also, are we really calling Santana there? It's Carlos Santana. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, that's right. That's like being like, Madonna needed a song for their new album. No, it's <laughs> right, Madonna. Right. Okay. But uh, he wrote it in a weekend and then they gave it to Rob Thomas, okay. which he had no idea what he was about to step into to wow. write one of the highest charting, best selling songs of all time. How much money? Let me see. Because <laughs> Rob Thomas worth anywhere between 17 and 20 million. Wow. How tall do you think Rob Thomas is, Matt? 5'4. Five, He's 5'9. Five, 5'9. Nine. Five, nine. Yeah, I thought he was Hobbit. Size and he kind of looks like a hobbit. He does. the hair and everything. He could somebody photoshop Rob Thomas in with the hobbits. Replace Elijah Wood with Rob Thomas, and no one will notice. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> yeah, smooth drives me insane. It's yeah. awful. It, it struck a nerve with America. Matt, this song has one of those moments. I don't know if you have those songs where um, about striking a nerve. Yeah, thanks, smooth. <laughs> I got santana <laughs> by this chair. <laughs> Came out of nowhere and hit me and annoyed the crap out of me. Ouch. <laughs> There's a production moment, a yeah. performance, a songwriting moment. It, I often talk about when they modulate the key oh, yeah. change, it goes up, gets me every time. Oh, yeah. This song also has one of those okay. moments. Reach down your hand in your pocket, pull out some hope for me. It's been a long day. They do it twice too, yeah, man. Yeah. It gets me every time. I'm like, yes. And he's angry too when, at that part. Yeah, yeah man. man. He's frustrated. I love it. 
I will say, I don't think they rock harder than that yeah. in those few measures. Like they never rock harder than that. Someone can fight me on that. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason that this is disliked by critics. And mm-hmm. I think it's also part of the reason that this album is as big as it is. It's so simplified. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of bells and whistles, little things going on, production yeah. in the side. It is very much get in there and play minimally. Yeah. Like the drums, it's just boom, ka, boom, mm-hmm. ka. And the bass is very, the whole thing is very simple, yeah. which makes it extremely radio friendly. Yeah. I'm not taking away from Matchbox 20. Rob Thomas in particular writes really catchy songs. Mm-hmm. And Rob Thomas and this producer were like, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this really, really yeah. simple. And it's essentially the same guitar tone. Yeah. Every song. Yeah. I do want to get back to your comment that you would fight somebody who thinks they rock harder. I like the picture you like just out around town someday. Uh-huh. And someone comes up to you, like taps you on the shoulder. It was like, you and me, let's step outside. <laughs> he like yells it. Hey, I heard that you think Matchbox 20 doesn't rock harder than that one moment. In long day. In long day. <laughs> I don't very much like the way you talk about Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20. <laughs> I still can't believe he's 5'9". I can't either. She said it's cold outside and she hands me my raincoat. She's always worried about things like that. Well, be my fault. And she only sleeps when it's raining, and she screams, and her voice is strange. She says, "Baby, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely." She says, "Baby, well I can't help but be scared of it all." Wash away, I believe him. So this song is about his mom dying of cancer before we start wrecking it. Yeah, which I never knew <laughs> until like the last week. He wrote this in around 1990 mm-hmm. as part of the band Tabitha's Secret. Yes. Which I mentioned it before, but I want to play you some Tabitha's okay. Secret, Matt. This is live from 94. So okay. this is a club recording. You're going to hear people talking and... Matt, see if you can pick out this first cover. Do you recognize that? I don't. I'll play you the real one. All right, here's the original. <laughs> oh, that yeah, sounds nothing like it.
that? Yeah, you're right. That was a poor version. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. This is pre-internet, everybody. They're yeah. like, we know old Gen Xer. <laughs> Everybody's freaking out about Counting Crows. Yeah. You only have the first album. And then they put out this DGC Rarities. Mm-hmm. And this song was on it. And how many people bought that DGC Rarities right, right. just for this song? But you know what else was on that? Freaking Jamie. Yeah, man. Anyway, here's what else they covered. (laughs) Yes. in their wheelhouse some of those tabitha secret guys are on songwriting credits on this good for them they've gotten some nice checks over the years i bet they're not shopping for glasses at costco Nah, man <laughs> so apparently the tabitha secret part of the people did not want to get a record deal and keep going they just want to be true to the art we're not selling out we're the secret we're tabitha secret <laughs> the secret is we're not making any money have you heard our cover of einstein on the beach <laughs> By Counting Crows from the DGC Rarities. Because no one has. Which you wonder, is that the story? They didn't want to be in the band. So Matchbox 20 went to become worldwide famous. Yeah. Tabitha Secret, in some iteration, continued on. And they named their EP, Don't Play With Matches. Ooh. Oh. Sick burns, bro. In the literal and figurative sense. How's that feel, Robbie Thomas? I could see Rob Thomas getting ready to go out on stage, opening for the Rolling Stones, <laughs> and like getting message of that, just weeping. <laughs> The guys are like, come on, man. You can do this, Rob. Can't get over He's this. He's like, no, man. How do I respond to that? The only way you respond is you go out there and you give the performance of your life. <laughs> Tab of the Secret. Yes. Time well spent yes. reviewing Tab of the Secret. All right. What else? <laughs> Jeez. All right. Next is Push. <laughs> next is Push. <laughs>
that guitar solo is an example of what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. The simplicity. Yeah. It could not be a simpler guitar solo. Right. That producer's like, just keep it super simple. Yeah. I bet they do Matchbox 20 songs and there's somebody every time in the audience who's like, do smooth. <laughs> Play smooth! <laughs> and Rob gets excited and he turns to the guitarist. Yeah, should we do it? And the guitarist is just like, I'm not Santana. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do that. Or did Rob Thomas, he had all this pent up. I need better guitar solos. <laughs> That's <laughs> Who can I play with? It's just solos. He doesn't even sing. They, or they do smooth without the Santana part. <laughs> no guitar soloing at all. Just a rhythm just guitar. A rhythm. Or they play like karaoke. <laughs> the guys just have to go take a break. Yeah, that's right. And then after smooth, people just start milling out. They leave. <laughs> that's clearly the big finale. What, are you going to follow up smooth with what? Push? <laughs> we started talking about this. Because they're touring again, I think, and they're coming around. And they're one of those bands where they kind of do these never really stop. Everywhere you go, you still hear them. I don't think they get lumped in with the Creeds and the live even as bands that we kind of like laugh at. For whatever reason, they kind of have avoided that. And maybe it's because they're not. They push the limits of they're only so angry. I think that they're good enough to just fly above the radar like Counting Crows in that. They're not going to get made fun of like a train because they had enough hits. That's the tension that we're feeling by going like, why are we doing this? Yeah, right. But you can't deny the hits. No, you can't. That's the thing. It's like, these are massive hits. Matt, they've got a new song coming out. Oh. I just found out yesterday. Oh, wow. We are super (laughs) We are so on it. (laughs) Yeah, they have a new song coming out tomorrow. Oh, wow. So if it were tomorrow, we'd be like, we're the first to release. You're not going to hear this for a few weeks until we edit it. But (laughs) either way, this is a glimpse of their new single. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) This is called Wild Dogs, parentheses, Running in a Slow Dream. I wish some success with this because I'm all for anyone who's trying to instill a little bit of rock and roll back into to radio. So I, I hope they do well with that. I'll check it out. Again, they know their range. They know what works for them. I mean, is this a Rob Thomas written song? I would imagine. I would imagine it is. The dude knows how to write a pop song. Dude, he's written for Willie Nelson, Mick Jagger, Daughtry. Nice. Hello. Oh, there we go. Travis Tritt. <laughs> Okay. The Songwriters Hall of Fame gave him its first Hal David Starlight Award, recognizing young songwriters who have already had a lasting influence. Wow. Way to go, man. Good for him. It's hard to hate on Rob Thomas. Yeah. You can be annoyed by Smooth, and we are. Yep. But he's been married to the same woman since 1997. Maybe he met her at that Ritz concert I was at. He went over to the Costco to get a slice of pizza. (laughs) She was trying on the Lisa Loeb glasses. He fell in love. She took him off. He's like, no thanks. No thanks. So she put him back on, has worn him ever since. He's like, I'm going to buy you a hot dog and a drink for $1.50. He gives a lot to nonprofits, okay. to helping people who can't afford medical care. There's no scandal with him. Yeah. There's yeah. no affairs that you've heard of, which the dude could have had affairs. Right. I mean, he's 5'9", Matt. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> but no, he's a good looking dude who yeah. who's in smooth video, you know? I and mean, writes all these like huge pop songs. And yeah. Do you wish someone well? Yeah. You yeah. Know? We've talked about... Matchbox 20 now for a bit. I still don't know if I've answered, if we've answered the question of classic album or not. I think that's the answer. Yeah. 
No, we haven't tried yeah. to make the case. This is a, a really poppy album that hit at a time and sold a lot of copies, but this isn't a great album. No, you're not going to be sitting around debating the top 100 albums of all time and make the slightest case for this to be in that. No, it's not smooth. No, it is not. <laughs> One of the things we talked about with live is they're kind of annoying being the bros, yeah. the chads, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially the lead guitars. It felt like they took themselves a little too seriously. Yeah. I didn't get that with Matchbox no, 20. Not at all. It felt like a couple of bros. It felt like a couple of dudes, mm-hmm. not bros. Yeah. Dudes. Let's call them what they are, dudes. It's okay to be a dude. Yeah. You roll your eyes at bros, but dudes are just dudes. Dudes are dudes. Yeah. So keep duding it up, Matchbox 20. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that new single about running down a dream with wolves or whatever yeah, it's right. Now is the time when we challenge one another to remove a song from the album. Matt, what is Matchbox 20 going to do? What would they do? See? That's the thing. That's the thing. They're going to make you listen to a full Tabitha Secret concert? Yeah, you're going to have to go to the Tabitha Secret reunion. And even then, it's okay. That's fine. That's fine. I get to hear Rob Thomas sing. Yeah. Do smooth! <laughs> <laughs> yelling for a song I don't like <laughs> that's not even been written yet yeah if you don't remove a song so Matt which one would you remove if I can't remove smooth even though I know it's not <laughs> on this album I would remove busted my folk had win words but only a word she knows the part and makes me nervous in this stage we can't get hurt don't try to understand me we're too cold to be alone I'm not coming to Matchbox 20 for really angry Matchbox nah. 20. I want just a little bit of angry. I want Rob Thomas just to have a little bit of a little bit of a sneer in his voice, but they don't need to try and act like they're Creed oh, or geez, please don't. someone like that. Yeah. On a, a latter part of an album that's forgettable in a lot of ways anyway, this is one that I'm just like, I don't ever need to hear the song ever again. And that yeah. was mine, Matt. Oh, yeah? That was mine. There you go. All right, next <laughs> it's time for your senior quote. <laughs> You've got your senior picture in the yearbook. Underneath, you get to pick a quote that represents the journey that lies ahead, the valley you've been through, the mountain you're approaching. I don't know, joke or some insightful Rob Thomas lyric. (laughs) Matt, what would your senior quote be from someone or someone like you? You know me, I often have a couple options Mm -hmm. here because this is really important to me. I want to get this right. (laughs) The lazy one for me would have been from real world. I just wish the real world would stop hassling me Mm. because that seems like a very senior in high school line. I went a little bit blue with this one from the song, Damn, this old world will don't make you want to think, damn. Matt? Yeah. My senior quote was from the song, Damn. (laughs) This whole world, don't make you want to think, damn. Seriously? The same quote. Because that's the thing, is like on an album full of kind of songs that don't really say anything. Yeah. There honestly was not a whole lot to choose from. No, I'm not going to put like, oh, I wonder what it's like to be the head honcho. No. (laughs) And also we're like, oh my gosh, Matt, we picked the same one. (laughs) Two middle-aged white dudes named Matt who have a very similar upbringing, who know each other really well, picked the same quote. (laughs) That's hysterical. But listen, we're the ones who dropped the new Matchbox 20 single. That came out two weeks ago that you're just now hearing now. Yeah, but today it's not even out yet. (laughs) And we're dropping it for you. So we're cutting edge. Take that. As always, you can engage with us on social media, whether it's 
Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at Finest Work Songs. Be sure to send us an email, finestworksongs at gmail.com. And then you can check out our website, www.finestworksongs.com. And also, you're listening to us now, so you're able to find us, but tell your friends. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, really anywhere podcasts are found. I think we've heard enough Matchbox 20. So we're going to take you out on this classic share track. Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music.